I press the button. See, yeah, I press start the shit. I pressed it. Gonna, See, don't, don't do this. Whatever. Don't act different today. Just because you whooped my ass on the golf course on 18 holes today Man. doesn't mean you got to act different. Today. Did I? Are we talking about ass whoopings? He. Can we not talk about ass whoopings this episode? <laughs> oh yeah, we definitely gonna talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> my okay. boy. So That's I'm his at, house from now on. I, I hey, so, so uh, <laughs> we do fantasy football. Nah, but, but I know, for, I know. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So I'm in like a big league. Uh, it's a hundred dollar buy, and it's like basically my whole family. It's like me, Ooh. him, both of my brothers. What's the, uh, how, how many? Twelve hundred. So it's twelve people, hundred dollar buy. Yeah. Second so place, second place, get the money back. Yeah. So it's eleven hundred. Yeah, straight up. You want to put the mic a little bit closer? A little closer. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I play him, play him last week in my big league, and then we did like a we did like a fantasy one with like all of us on the on the pod. Plus a couple extra people. Yeah, just just to fill it out because the lowest you can get is eight. So his wife joined too. Played them both back in the same week. Dubbed them both. Yeah, who's your quarterback? So we I do we do like our things a little bit different. We do two quarterbacks and two flexes. Okay. So it's like a lot more points. Um, but in both of my leagues, I got Aaron Rodgers, and oh. then I got Joe Burrow on one, and then <laughs> you make it out every week. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers in both, Joe Burrow, and I think our podcast one, and then Russell Wilson in my big one. Oh dang, Trey Russ, man, we, I got Mariota. I'm thinking about starting him. Over <laughs> yeah, no, for real. <laughs> so to build onto that, I actually had a bench Matthew Stafford for the last two weeks and started Jared Goff, and he's been Jared Goff been cooking, cooking. Yeah, like almost, cooking. yeah, like four hundred. Four touchdowns Stu- last stupid, week. Yeah. but everybody, welcome back to another episode of It's On Us podcast. Yerk. Today it's just me, Ash, mm-hmm. got Gabe, and a very special guest. Somebody Gabe has known for a while since freshman year of high school. I would say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I met him through Gabe. Ash has known him for a while, Mr. Sherrod Brown. Thanks for having me, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Brown, man. Mm-hmm. owner of Elevated. I want to mess up the name of this. I'm sorry. Elevated Training Center in Elevation. Elevation? Yeah, yeah. Elevation Training Center (laughs) in Elyria. Is it where your location is? Yeah, Elyria. It's like it's the border. Yeah, yeah. So in Elyria, Ohio, you own you own your own gym. Jacob's hometown. That's your hometown, right, Jacob? Elyria. You from the E? Just because I live in the E, he always says. You from the E? That's what I heard. I grew up a little bit in Elyria, though. I grew up in Lorraine. Mostly, mostly Campito, but. Okay. A little bit on Larry. I understand. West Side Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but welcome to the show. How, how you doing? How you doing, Shrod? Man, I'm doing good. Man, I'm feeling good. Blessed, you know. Can't no complaints. No complaints. Well, I'm glad you were able to join us this week. Um, so we're just gonna dive on into some questions and see how the show goes. Oh yeah. The first question I have is, um, me and John, who's not here this week, we seen you at the three on three, um, community fest mm-hmm. in Oakwood Park a couple weeks ago. How? How important is it for you to have a training center to be able to get your kids out into the community in events like that? Um, well, it's extremely important because I feel like you could you could be doing your thing as far as whatever business it would be. But like if it's just only like let me figure out how I want to say it. if it's only impactful to like you. And not for like other people It could only like Do so much Right So like as far as like I could have this like Great business or whatever Like that And just be chilling And doing my own thing But then when I get out And partner with other people Show up to other events And do other things In the community It's more impactful As far as like my reach And just you know Just getting out Helping other people And supporting other people What they got going on In the community 
So we're real big on like collaborative projects that are for us to push our intention. Our yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If it makes sense, right? Because I ain't just showing up anywhere. Yeah, so, so, I'm right, sure you get a right. lot of like yeah, invites. Yeah, yeah. People like, hey, show up. I'm like, ah, oh, it's not really yeah. like my. It gotta make sense because like what um, what's his name? Darius. Um, well, him doing a three on three. He did one. I think this was his third one. Yes, maybe it was his third, was his third, third year one. in a row. And I was just up there, and he had asked me to um to sponsor some kids and bring some kids up from you know uh, ETC that I was training. So we had took some kids up there, and obviously I wasn't leaving without winning. So you know, <laughs> but took them up there. It was some good competition, and it was just really just nice just to you know be out there at the event. I ended up playing too. I wasn't supposed to play, but. I guess it has always happened like that, but <laughs> but nah, you it was it was seen the ball on the court. I know. Okay, you yeah, keep yeah, his nah. kicks in the cars and kicks. I only play one time for the fun time. I actually went up there with the intention, like I'm not playing today. <laughs> and somebody's like, I got some shoes for you, right? I'm He's like, like I already got shoes in my car. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, here we go. <laughs> now you talk about ETC Elevation Elevation Training Center as your baby, but what led you down this path? to want to train in basketball like what i guess what were your roots and what laid the foundation of you wanting to get involved in training for basketball so i always really been like playing ball and like hooping and stuff but as far as like when i like took on the like personal personal um initiative because i wanted to go overseas and play for a little bit so i remember gay probably remember too we was playing in a league in vermilion mm-hmm. we was playing in this vermilion league i'm playing in an open door league I'm playing in another uh, Cleveland league when, uh, what's his name, Nick, was just first start, like, I first found out about the P League. So I'm playing in these three leagues. I'm probably doing, like, three a days, two a days, almost every day, on top of still going to school and working at Applebee's, still at the same time. So I'm, like, really, like, pushing, right. you feel me, to like, about to make my, like, push to go overseas. Then I end up breaking, or I end up fracturing my foot. Ooh. Ooh. Did it so, hurt? Oh, psh. At first, because, like, my my mentality, and I know we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording, but, like, my mentality as far as just, like, pain and stuff like that is, like, absolutely crazy. Because, okay. like, I tore my meniscus in high school. Uh, and, like, that. I played probably... A couple, he played a couple games with a torn meniscus. Yeah, like, I'm what playing... I'm playing on the... I'm practicing in the tor- on the torn oh. meniscus. Because, like, I remember one practice... Man, I can't. He got remember. surgery over winter break, ain't it? So and I came back. Yeah, so he didn't that even miss season, school. Over winter break, he, he didn't even like, miss school or anything. Like I didn't that. miss no school. I probably missed a couple practices. Went to therapy, came back. Still that season. <sighs> and on top of that, savage. I remember we got one practice. I think it was either Aaron Arnoski. Do y'all know who Aaron Arnoski is? I know Aaron. Yeah, uh, we seen him at um, tailgating. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know if it's Aaron Arnoski. Somebody, one of the upperclassmen. I'm like. Matter of fact, it was Aaron Arnoski. It was out of all people. Josh is a cool dude, though. Josh Molina. Okay. Mm. He's not a hooper. No, he's not. <laughs> so, Josh, we in the practice. Josh Molina's like, man, Sherrod, toughen up, bro. Like, you, like, just, like, kind of, like, getting on me for, like, being okay. hurt. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, all right. I'm like, watch this. <laughs> so, I'm going out with the torn meniscus. Doing, I think we was doing like a drill that called Coach's Alley called North Carolina. We doing North Carolina. I'm like, all right, boom, layup. Still limping up down the floor on top of it. So you like, you can't touch me right yeah. now. So <laughs> my pain, my like mentality to like just lock in and just like be able to just like take stuff has always been like super crazy. But then going back to the um, training story, so I break, fractured my foot, 
But when I'm fracturing my foot, like I was saying, I'm training to go overseas and stuff. Mm -hmm. So then I had a tryout lined up to play in like maybe like three like countries. Uh, Scott was going to come and watch me try out, but I fractured my foot. I can't try out now. Right. So then I get healed and I'm like, all right, it's summertime by then. So I start back working out again. And Ali, I know my little brother or whatever. Um, from the get go, though, like even when I was in high school, I will all, each time I like train went somewhere, I'm taking my little brother with me. Mm -hmm. Like he, he anywhere, everywhere, he anywhere with me doing workouts. That's why he a dog now. He doing yeah. everything that I'm doing. Right, like right, and he's okay. and he's four years younger than me. He okay. was he would talk to me like, "Why are you so small?" <laughs> and he's like if in the eighth grade, bro. He's big, though, bro. I'm he's talking big. about Zion in the flesh. Like that's him. Like if Zion mm, was, yeah. No joke. Your, your brother's baby Zion. He went oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so shit. your brother too. Shout out to him. Like went to Saint Ed's, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. he's from Lorraine. Lorraine kid went to Darling, uh, Clearview, uh, Clearview's Middle School. Gets recruited to go to um, play Ed's. Goes to Ed's. Does does his thing for four years. Get a D one scholarship. Yeah, right right now. Now. Uh, he um, won the ring, ain't it? Hmm? He won the ring, right? Yeah, and he won a state championship last year. Yep. Where he at now? Uh, Dartmouth. It's a, a okay. D one school in uh, New Hampshire. Okay. It's an Ivy League school. I've too. heard of Dartmouth. Yeah. Dartmouth is in with um. Like Penn, Penn um, yeah, Yale, yeah, stuff uh, like that. So top yeah. right echelons, I believe. I got you. Yeah. So my brother was like literally like my first like client without me like knowing like nothing about like business. So I would be taking my brother with me or whatever. And mind you, like he had friends and stuff like that. But like I'm like, forget your friends. I'm like, you need to go get this work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like then his friends would be like, well, I want to come like work out with y'all. So like sometimes I'll take them to work out with us or whatever, but then it got to the point so many of them would want to come to the workouts and I would just be like, shoot, I'm trying to like hit up other, I'm trying to, at this time now, I'm trying to contact like different churches, different gyms and stuff mm -hmm. to try to be like, hey, I got these kids that want to like come work out, can we like use your facility, whatever and whatnot. But like, it will always be like something, like some stipulation, like, oh, we can't let you do it. Or, you know, we got this going on, this, that, and the third. Just some like really like excuses because like, as I'm finding out in business too, like everybody always says like all about who you know. But it like, is. who the heck, but like, you know, now I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm just thinking about like right now, like who, a random dude just calling like, hey, I could use your gym, hey, I could use your gym. You, like, you would be right. hesitant because I'm like, where are you coming yeah, from? Yeah, like, who, like, who, like, who, who you? this dude? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And at the time I'm like, I'm just doing it off the humbug. Like, I ain't doing it for no money. I ain't doing it for none of that. So, like, I'm just like, hey, like, I ain't charging these kids none. Like, you think we could, like, use your gym a couple times? But, like, nobody was, like, really rocking with me. Jeez, so he made one himself. So he made one himself. <laughs> now, in an interview that you did recently, you, you talk about how you have a mentor. Mm -hmm. And how, for you personally, like, how was it important for you to have a mentor you know in your personal life but also in your professional life to help build your brand and build your business absolutely it was like and i said this too on a, like one a recent interview that i just did like having the right people around you and life is like extremely like vital because when you don't know where like you going in life you need people who could see what's in you beyond what you could see so my pastor my pastors um, uh, Vanessa Young and then Daryl uh, Young, they like initially just gave me like the vision and the blueprint, really to be like, hey, like we see this in you, you can start this business, like this is what you need to do, this, that, and the third, 
and just basically just gave me the push from there. And then from there, I just took it and just ran with it. Okay. So then along the time, and this is, mind you, this is all around the same time where I'm still hurt, but I'm still training. I'm still training the people and my brother, his friends and stuff like that. So I'm like going to him, like my mentor, my pastors around. I'm just like, man, like I got something that I want to do, but like, I'm like finding like roadblocks. Like I still want to go overseas. I still want to do this. I still want to work. So like, I got like all these avenues that I want to do, but like, I'm not really like having no like traction, like doing nothing because like, it's cool that I got my degree or whatever and you know, medical assistant like that, but like, I find it much more fulfilling being able to do something that I like absolutely like be like, I could just, I'm pop jumping out, the, what to do something jumping out the bed like I'm possessed or whatever. Okay. Like I'm just, so I go you like, find that enjoyment in like, yeah, yeah, going out, able to, to be like, this, this, mine, okay. this is mine, I get to go, go do what I, I get, it's a fulfillment type thing. So, with that being said, they were extremely, you know, vital and like getting me into the lane as far as like structuring me to be like, all right, you could be an entrepreneur, you could be a business owner. Cause at the time, I don't know what any of that is. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm about to just train people, you know, but like it's so much more as I'm still growing and figuring out, just like, I don't know at that time, I'm like, what? I wanna say like, probably like 22, 22 going on, like 23. So like I don't know what the heck a LLC is. I don't know what a, a finance sheet is. I don't know any of this stuff. So they're basically just like cradling me, catering me to like, you know, just being able to have something that's, you know, going to work. You know, because the first thing I remember my mentor that she told me, she was like, a lot of people who start small businesses or whatever, they'll be out of business like within three to five years. Uh -huh. So I'm going into my third year right now. So I'm like, I'm about to make it out. I'm gonna make it out of five. So, sure, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it was just little stuff like that, that they just like implemented me to give me the, the a, a phenomenal push to be like, I could actually do this. And it's something that actually makes sense for my life. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. That's that's amazing. Yeah. We'll play God. That's amazing. So, so no, just speak on the importance of well, I feel like now it's more talked about of being like entrepreneur, doing your own thing, starting your own business. Like, it's not for everybody, though. No, not at all. Because I remember when I first started, um, when I opened up uh, ETC, I'm working at Applebee's. I'm working at um, the surgery center. And I'm literally and I'm still staying with my mom at the time. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm still paying my car off at the time, which still also trying to figure out a whole bunch of other adult stuff. Uh, but adulting, man, it's tricky. As it's up. ridiculous. <laughs> come, I, man, I try to tell you, life comes fast, man. man it's, 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 and it ain't slowing down. It's not slowing down. Me and Jake stop. got kids, <laughs> man. Shit it ain't slowing. <laughs> but I'm still trying to figure all of that out. So, like, I'm like, okay. So my pastors, and I'll get into this now too, since we already there. So with me having the building, they have the building at the church, all right? At And you can see it on my Instagram for, what the picture on my Instagram is actually, a, looks a, would have looked back then a lot worse in person. So it's when the, it's a warehouse building. So the warehouse building at the time has a van in there. Mm -hmm. it, got a, it has a desk in there. It's got all of these wooden church chairs in there. It's got a carpet in there. It's got a hardwood basketball on carpet. <laughs> no, like you see this carpet on your right, floor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the, a random slice of carpet. 
God, no. just white, <laughs> like right when you walk in, just a random slice of carpet. So it's and then they got like a hardwood floor that you would find in like a kitchen. Okay. Or like a living room Laminate or, or some shit Yeah okay. it's, lam- it's a laminated floor <laughs> Like open door shit Yeah it's like that So On top it's super dusty It's super It's just like Cause at the time The church just had it And they wasn't They were just using it Just throw stuff in there Right right So Storage I go back there And I'm like I, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> He said I'm because doing Because <laughs> mind you My pastor my, my mentor She's like You know go back there let the um let the Lord talk to you, give you vision and yeah. all this. I'm just like, it's dirty in here. <laughs> <laughs> all you can see is like that. All I could see is the dirt. All I could see <laughs> was what I saw, right. but I couldn't see what I was really supposed to see at the time. Mm-hmm. If right, that makes right. sense. No, that makes a lot of so, sense. So because a lot of times we looking at stuff for what we actually looking at and not looking at it to what it's supposed to be. So. I literally had to just, you know, because they're like, all right, Sherrod, we'll give you the building, we'll we'll sponsor you, help you get the floor, all of this other stuff. You just need to clean this building out, buy the equipment, and, you know, take it from there. Mm-hmm. So, mind you, I'm still working my other jobs. Uh, so, I'm just like, I'm going to just, each check I get, I'm going to just figure out, I'm going to eat with it, I'm going to eat, I'm going to just pay my I'm gonna try to pay my card up. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, eat what I can or whatever because my mom don't cook noodles. like that for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't like ramen noodles. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm from you know I'm from the hood or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't like I'm I'm bougie hood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat ramen noodles. You know I'm b- b- surpassed that at this time. Got options. <laughs> he said got options. I ain't got a lot of options, <laughs> but I eat the ramen noodles. He said the noodles so, are not on the menu. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just chop every check I get in half. So I'm only getting probably like six fifty, seven hundred a check every two weeks. The work in my college graduate college graduated medical degree lab technician job. Mm. So I'm only getting like seven off of that. Damn. So I'm chopping that in half. So the rest of that money, I'm just throwing it to the business. I'm buying equipment, um, using using all of that money just to get me right. And mind you. So this is in April when I get the you know the building. April, get, 20, April 2020. This is April 2019. 2019. Okay, okay. So I don't count COVID, my COVID year, because okay. I had to shut down. So this is April 2019. So mind you, me thinking now, I gotta think business wise. Oh yeah. So the summertime is coming up. All the kids are going to be out of school in summertime. So this, that's going to be that's an ideal. Prime. prime that's going to be the prime opportunity for them to train. Right. Uh-huh. So I got a building full of whatever. And I got two months to prepare. So I had to just be like, I got to dump everything into it right now. And I did it in two months. So I'm just throwing money in there. Two months, two months, two months. Just working at it, cleaning. So I'm literally, I almost got fired from my job. Because I'm leaving my job early some days. I'm leaving like on lunch to go up to the gym, clean the gym. I'm just like, I'm like obsessed. Because right. like I got to get it done. I only got freaking June right around the corner. And on top of that, it was so much like crunch time because not only do I got to clean, I got to get equipment, I got to get all this other stuff. But then on top of that, I got to market. Mm-hmm. So I got to get this out to the public, get this mm-hmm. out to the schools, do all of this other stuff. To the point where it's just like, I got to get it. It's got to get, it's like now or never. You know what I'm saying? So it just got to the point where they're like, okay, we're going to give. They like, like when I say literally give, like, they're like, here, take the building. 
And from there, transformed it into what you see now. Bro, that's awesome. So how many, uh, what do you got? Six hoops in there? Four. Four hoops. Four, and then the turf in the back where I do like strength and conditioning. Damn. See, so he got a whole setup going. But even inside of all that, it's like, if you didn't have that vision beforehand, and literally you said it's 60 days of yeah. straight discipline, no distractions around you. Yeah, no. I'm dialed in for 60 days, and look what happens. Yeah, off of just being consistent. Mm -hmm. Sure will. Because off of that, I'm just like, because like, and like, I know how you said like about being like the entrepreneur thing, like. It's other things that I want to do business-wise, but, like, this being, like, my main thing that I'm, like, that is, like, it for me, I'm so serious about this because, like, it, people may not look at it like this, but, like, say, for instance, if I put something out there, say, for instance, like, I'll use for example, like, I got a girls' clinic I'm doing, an all-girls clinic. I feel that. And if I don't get the right amount of, of girls, female athletes to come out to the clinic, I failed that clinic. Or I failed at that. That's how serious it is. It's not that I missed the opportunity. I failed. You have your projected number that you want uh, to show up. You don't reach that number. It's like I didn't make it. Because you believe also that you are capable to provide that service at a top top level. Oh, absolutely. To, to do that. So, yeah. No, I feel that part. Yeah, absolutely. Because if I'm going to put something, that's why I say like as far as something as little as like people could think it's little, but something as minimal as being like just like a clinic. Because like as as far as any part of my business that could not do well or succeed well, that's falling off into some other area. Okay. So that's how I'm looking at it. So you you talk about how you were able to get the building through your mentor and your pastors and mm -hmm. stuff like that. What I guess what was the defining moment for you when you realized, hey, look, maybe I can't go overseas, but I know I can still do more for the game for the game of basketball. Um. I feel like it just that probably just came with like it's because I would define it as making the right choice and making a wise choice. Okay, okay, I like how you said that. So I could, and this is me speaking humbly. I could go like I had a phone call with a guy a month ago about me going overseas, but if I go like is is it is it really gonna make like that much sense for me to go? Like, I'll probably make a little bit less money. I'll get the hoop. You know, that's cool. But I'll be away from my son. I'll be away from, you know, I do a lot of work at our church. I'll be away from the church. And it'll just be, like, kind of me, like, going just to, like, go. go. Because it's a, des it's, not, it's a desire that I have, but it's not purposeful. Okay. So, like, yeah, it'll look cool. Like, oh, Shirai, he over there doing his thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't know the language. How I'm yeah, gonna get around? Yeah. How I'm gonna right, get around? Right. I'm gonna be walking everywhere. So it's it's more complex than just being like, oh, I have this opportunity. It's got to be. I got to make the the wise decision. So and I believe with me doing that, my impact and my reach as far as like me being able to you know impact other people's and other people, other uh, kids and empower other people is more bigger than me just making the decision at the time to be like, oh, I'm going to go overseas. Because to be honest, if I'm going to end up going overseas, it, it'll happen in this right time or whatever. When it's supposed to. Yeah. Because right. right now I'm 26. I still probably got like a three-year window. So 26. So I'm still, I believe I'm still skilled enough to go over there and do that. I'm probably a little bit overweight now. I'm not in hoop shape like that to go like pound for pound on that level. But I could get there. But yeah, if you dialed but, in. Yeah, yeah, I could get there. Yeah. But... 
that's not where my like focus is right now so like it's not even like i don't feel like no regret no remorse from it it's just like i got something bigger on my agenda to do you got you got so many other things to worry about yeah yeah it's like it's like i'm all right you know you you play that balance system is it really worth it in the end because you said wise decision or you know just a decision because i seen a contract sheet from uh so i helped or not i don't want to say help because he did all the work himself but there's a guy that i trained coming out of lc and I was training him on and off and off for a couple of years. He sent me like a thing or whatever that he got. He's like, man, sure, I got a deal. Uh, thanks for like helping me train me and stuff or whatever. He like got like a deal in Croatia to play. And he only getting maybe like over like two bands. But he want to go hoop and play over Croatia. And so that's, that's, that's good. what you want to do. That's yeah. good for him. Right. You right. know, but you know, that ain't that may not be good for me. So right. wait, two bands a week, a month, a month. I mean, yeah, that's not. A it, it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it all matters what you. Like, what really. the cost of living is over there too. And yeah, because you got to think they're gonna pay for your. They're gonna pay for your travel. They're gonna pay for your living. Only thing you have to pay for is like food, right. and then from there you know. But at the end of the day, risk or what's the risk and reward yeah, for? Yeah, that ain't worth it at that point. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you. Really want to get out of Ohio, right? You know yeah, I mean? like, but you, you know, really trying to get up out this bitch. Yeah. yeah, but like that's what vacations are for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so with you training kids and stuff like that, in your opinion, like how do you feel like they respond to maybe a, t- a tougher, you know, voice or more stricter voice? Like, d- do you think that helps the kids when you train them, or or do you take? That, not, I, guess, I don't even think like it's tone. It's just how you're conveying your message. Your okay. yeah with the kids. Yeah, because it depends. It depends on the kid though, because like there's certain kids that I've trained and that and mind you, this is all like me learning like over time. Because like I at when I first started training, I'm like everybody getting the same energy. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I don't care. Like. I don't give a- I don't you care are. if you, you know, you a little kid, you crying or whatever, you, you going like. He said but, either my starting point guard or the 12th man on the team. On the pond. <laughs> you, you decide. You pick that shit. You decide. <laughs> but everybody doesn't respond. Everybody doesn't respond like that. And everybody, it's just like learning styles in school. You know, right, right. some people are like, you know, receptive to their eyes or some people got to hear it or, you know, some people just see it and just it click. Do, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or you got to like, it's got to be tangible or something like that. Look at touching Ashton. Side of control. Lucky John ain't here, man. <laughs> so like, just to, just to go into like the learning styles though, because I talk about this on the podcast all the time. I'm like, most kids don't understand, even adults now. They're learning uh-huh. style of like, are you an auditory learner? Like, yeah, you yeah, absolutely. Move in order to digest information. So like, yeah, I want people to understand that aspect. Like, learn yourself first. Yeah, before you go try to learn this other trade because you don't know how you're gonna digest. Information. No, absolutely. Because even like something like you saying, like with adults, the kids, I'll come in contact with a kid and they'll like, they, they'll see whatever, Brian, uh, we're talking about Trey Young, LaMelo, they see them doing all of this stuff and then they come in like, or they see it on a video, they see it on a video game, but like they see it, but it's not like they have the tangible like skill to like actually do do that. that. (laughs) So it's like, uh, like, it's like cut and pull with that because it's like and that that's when like the teaching element has to come in to be like all right here how this is like how it's broken down into like layers as far mm-hmm. as like doing it doing this move doing this combo or whatever because you can't just be like oh i could just boom 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 and like do it like it's not it's not coming like that so over time i just had to learn 
learn people because I can't I can't yell at I can't yell at everybody. And some some kids I can't be soft with everybody. So it's just yell it's just them. yell at all of them. Bro. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. And then I ain't gonna have no voice. <laughs> but now I really just had to learn like who I could say what to and who I could do do what to. Because okay. like I got a kid right now and I'm training. He's like a real like soft like he's not like a like a hard like kid. You know what I'm saying? He's not like he don't got like a tough like demeanor. Mm-hmm. But he could he could play. So like a lot of times like he'll just be going through the motions and like. I match it to their demeanor, if that makes sense. Okay. So like I'm like with him, I'm not gonna be like, hey, you know, like do this a little bit better. I may do that at times, but if he's slacking, I'm like, you on like, Come on, like, like, right. like, let's like, like, let's get to You're better it. than this. Yeah, right. yeah. But like some kids, I don't gotta do that too, cause like I could just be like, all right, like, come on now, you know. And they like kind of like yeah, get okay. it. I get so, it. So like, but it really just depends on like the kid, and as far as like me being able, and that's the thing about. People learning like and learning in their lives as far as like how to like communicate at different levels and just being able to really just kind of like be patient with like other people because like and that's why I feel like I'm able to give like adults so much grace because I'm around kids so much mm-hmm. and kids is a, a freaking wild card Man. like I'm I'm dealing with a kid the other day and he don't know how to run <laughs> like he like shuffling his like. He yeah. likes. I'm so like, pick up your feet. I'm man. like, y'all be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if I'm yelling at, how he gonna learn like that? And I'm right. like, pick up your feet. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, he gonna be like, he, how old is the kid though? Six, six or seven. My son knows how to run. See, I feel like, <laughs> at six but or like seven. run, like say for instance, like run with a basketball. Okay. Or like run correct. That's different. Like okay. not just pick up your feet and like, but run. actually like get like moment. Like I know we think of running like you just pick up your legs, but like <laughs> it's actually like a skill. Yeah, that's multitasking in its finest moment. Right yeah, there. Like, you know what I'm saying. Literally, like, with the, like with the ball, it's right? a minute skill. So with mm-hmm. that being said, it's like you wouldn't think of it like that. But like he, I'm just like, all right, I'm like, all right, Rod, chill. Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta talk to yourself real quick. Yeah, cause yeah. like he not gonna get, he not gonna get it if I'm like always on ten at that moment. You know, he right. just gonna. Cause mind you. You even got to look at it because I look at it from a coach's lens and a player lens. Like, I could get yelled at and just be like, all right, forget you. Like, I don't care what you just said. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I'm looking at it like he is, I'm like, I really, if I really don't know, I I, I just don't know. Right. So, right. like, tell me. Give mm-hmm. me the information so I could do what you asking out of me. See, and that goes back to communication. Like, if I can't convey what I want you to do, it's like that's lost. The correct way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just block out. I'm, I'm a, I'm a block out. That's like, I, we ain't talking about relationships, <laughs> but like you gotta be that, that. That ain't my learning style. Like somebody could sit at me all day because I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like really like calm, cool, collect. So I'll just look at you and hear what you're saying, but I'll just be like. Mm-mm. I really didn't hear a thing you said. <laughs> I, I I heard you because you were yelling and you was getting what you got off your chest. Mm-hmm. But like, it a- really, if you want it to be receptive, you know, if you want them to receive, you'll go about it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Totally different different way. Yeah. And that correct man, because like, mm-hmm. Gabe would look at me probably sideways. If I'm just sitting here yelling at him and I'm trying to get my. I'm the same way. You already know. I'm yeah. like, I heard you yeah. talking. Like, I didn't physically listen, listen to what you said. <laughs> yeah, you the moment said. you get to that other tone, I'm just like, all right. It's bull. Turn it off. Turn it off. Yep. Oh. 
But um, you, you you mentioned before, and we even talked before the show, um, you're also a JV coach for a local high school out in um, Sheffield for Brookside. Now, how is it being a coach for a school basketball team? Like, do you, do you, you know, do you train the same way you coach or coach the same way you train? Or do you have a different nah, type of... No, nah, not at all. Because they're two, they're, right. they're the same thing, but they're the, a different thing at the same time. Right. If that makes sense. So, like... I know I could look at a player's... So, it it actually helps me in both aspects. Because I could look at a player and be like... why, Or I could know why he did that. Or I could tell him why he shouldn't do that. Because of my training abilities and me being able to see it different from the aspect of making the correct move. Making the correct pass. Or, you know, looking at the defense even differently from looking at it from a training aspect as what will work in this moment, what you should have did here. Cause like there'll be times training and most of the time in training, I'll have an agenda, but like I'm letting the kids be, I'll tell them like a move to do, but then I'll be like, add to that or like be creative. Don't do the same move over and over again. Okay. I'll tell them, I'll even tell them like, don't even don't, I got a kid now. He, it's a good habit to have. Don't nobody teach people how to jump stop no more, but he love to jump stop. And I'm like, don't jump stop no more, because I'm like, you're not gonna jump stop every time you get to the rim. Like, I'm like, to your bag, but just other stuff. Like, I'm like, it's probably the yeah. odds of you jump stopping every time is, it's not gonna happen. Unless your name's that's, like, that's like, <laughs> that's like me bucket. coming down yeah. euroing every time I get to the rim. Now they know now, like he's gonna. Euro I, he's gonna euro time. every time. So that's you gotta be able. Every time. So it's a, I implement that and being like, okay, and it actually helped me too as far as like coaching because like. I know I know X and O's, but I know I'm a lot better now, like differently as far as like looking at things from a playbook and being able to set things up on like the fly now because I know where people are going to be at in the moment. And I think that pays sediment to what we talked about before, just me and you and how you said in high school, you just played the game. Yeah. But now as a trainer, as a coach, you understand the game more than opposed when you played it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Gabe will tell you, my sophomore year... Um, because our good, I think out of my art of our class, Gabe. Let me. I'll speak from real realistically. <laughs> not what I think in my head. Not what I think in my head. Let me grab my drink for this. Not what I think in my head. So we got Eric Berkey when we sophomores. Right. We got Eric Berkey. We got Dame. Dame knows, and we got me. So. At that time, just in our class, yeah, we didn't have Rail yet, did we? No, we didn't. He came in. He came in a little later, right? That year. So, but Rail's already Rail is Rail. So right. he, yeah, yeah. Is that the game? That's the game. Cleveland won. Oscar Gonzalez. Breaking I fucking news. love you. Shout out to we, Oscar. I love you. We just made it to, Shout out to the, the big o. ALCS. How many freaking innings did they end up playing? Hold on, hold on. ALCS. We got I gotta pause this real quick. I gotta hear the crowd. He better show me the crowd, bruh. <laughs> I want to see Who's it going game, dummy, bro? Benny. Uh-huh. That shit is lit. RJ right there. My boy. Say what up. Look at R. Congratulations, my guy. Uh-huh. Fatherhood. Ain't it. All right, I'm getting off. I'm on the pod. So. So it's you, me, Burke, Burke, Dame. and Dame. Mm-hmm. In my mind... I'm like, okay, I know Dame is taller and you got, than me. And you got Gabe coming solid seventh man off the bench. Nah. Gabe is getting burned, though, still at that time. He's okay. not starting, but he's playing. Okay. He's not sitting there. 
Solid six, man. Okay, I feel it. <laughs> Solid six. He said, don't put it. me in that seventh role. <laughs> Did you play? Like, you played sophomore year, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I went to a couple of those yeah, games. The only year I didn't play was my senior year. Which is some Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you played junior year, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. So, my sophomore year, in my mind, I'm like, I know for sure. Like, one-on-one, there's nobody out here that could see me. Like, just because how I'm playing at the park... Like how I hoop outside, but like when you get in like the the full the a full court, mm-hmm. how you playing like in the park and stuff like that, don't none of that matter for real. Because everybody a lot of people can't play on the whistle. No, nah, under the whistle. Because because probably at that time, and you got to think like this too. In the open gyms, I'm still I'm still giving work. So like I'm still busting people like busting all the time when we go. <laughs> Bust his ass. I, I know exactly what you're Dang, talking about. Gosh. What are you talking right, about? Right, I know. I feel you. You don't even play sports. What are you talking <laughs> about, bro? So Jacob's that person where if you give him the ball, no matter where he's at, he's just going to pull. Strap. Yeah. He's just pulling. Yeah, he's not. He, he, he ain't hitting it. He ain't hitting glass, rim. You, you need he's just going to shoot. If you need game winners, he better call me re- up. He better rebound. <laughs> he better go out there and rebound. I, 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 I asked this just give me a pick. That's all I need you to do. Send me a solid screen. Can't even do that. Don't even give me a pick. Give me a water from the refrigerator. I hate game winners. That's all I'm good for. Yo. Don't ask for the pick. Don't ask for the rebound. You need a game winner. I'm out there for you. It's Jacob, I need my towel. I need my water. That's all <laughs> this, man. Yeah. So the whole time, I'm like, okay, I know I can score. And in my mind, the people who are above me, like the juniors and seniors, at that time, it's like what? Um, Cliff. It's Cliff. Mm-hmm. It's um, Chad. It's Seth. Seth, Chad. What's the one dude, too? Um the Puerto Rican cat Marcus I can't think his last Rodriguez. name Rodriguez Marcus Rodriguez Josh Molina Josh you said him yeah. we already said Chad who the heck else Hemi but Hemi he's, he's solidified yes Hemi was solid um, shout out to him yeah big shot <laughs> if he could have kept it locked in man, craziest was, bucket around sure. man and so I just named I know I'm better than Chad but I'm not gonna do what Chad does Chad gonna go out there and rebound. He gonna go out there and guard one of the best. Broad said that's on me. He was just a rugged player. He a rugged player. Okay. Mind okay. you, I'm rugged, but I ain't. I'm not Chad. He, he said I ain't that He rugged. going out there like trying to run through cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he he was a football player that played basketball. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But he he what he did was needed. Mm-hmm. So what and what I did at the time they already had that better. So it was like I'm not looking at it like that though. So like I'm thinking like man, I'm like I know I could score just as good as Cliff, but Cliff is older than me. He already been playing. He know the speed. He know the tempo of the game. So obviously he's gonna choose Cliff. Then we got Josh Molina. Uh, what I probably still to this day I, I barbecue chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Marcus barbecue Seth. He likes Seth, so he gonna keep Seth. I'm trying to think of who else, man. I'm trying to think too, man. Burke, they love Burke from 8th grade, so he's locked in for... Yeah, Burke. <laughs> Burke started JV as, as our a freshman. freshman. Okay. Yeah. I remember and that. Then I, remember dr- that I think then towards later the season, he started dressing a little var. Mm-hmm. But outside but Yeah, of that, Burke was locked in. Yeah, so he's almost untouchable. Who fucking played? Man, I can't think of who else. So Seems. I'm like, there's a spot for me on this varsity team. But I'm just like... You gotta go get it. Yeah, but I'm trying. I'm doing work though. Like right. I'm, but at the time it just wasn't like clicking how it probably should have. Right. Even though like 
mano a mano, it's guys out there that I know I'm better than, but like what I did on the court, it's already out there. So. Caitlin's brother didn't play, did he? He did play. Yeah, okay. Robert Branscombe. I'm, th- I'm thinking like, then you man. got Robert Branscombe out there. I'm like, did he play? Yeah, because Caleb played. Big country boy, right? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Caleb was like six six, big big burly white kid. Yeah. I remember, okay, I Will Ferrell. I remember. Yeah, Will Ferrell. <laughs> it looked just like Will. But Ferrell. I'm just like at that time, I'm like, man. But I, I you don't probably you not. I'm only like 13. I'm 14, 15 years old. You ain't seeing it like that though. So yeah. Because at the time, because at the time, I don't even think low key RJV your Dame didn't even play varsity at the beginning. Nah, because at the end of the season, wow. me and him started going to the varsity practices. Mm-hmm. I think we ended up dressing a tournament game mm-hmm. just off the humbug. But, like, you, you're you not looking at But now, though, I look at it like that from, like, a coaching perspective. Because I'm going to be like, like, the day that I become a varsity head coach, I'm going to be like, I don't care how old or young you are. You're if whoever it is. If you could hoop or you could play, you're going to play. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I'm, I'm not talking about favoritism going. Like if you, I'm not play, talking about you. You you if you a senior, junior, sophomore, whatever. If, if you, you could play, hoop, you could play. You're going to hoop. There's okay. there's a kid. There's two. There's only two kids that I've co- that I've trained up until their eighth grade when they were eighth graders, into them going on to freshman. I trained them. It's only two kids. And they walked. They walked into the um, high school or whatever, and made varsity, just because I'm like I know what it takes and I know what it looks like, mm-hmm. and just off of them being in the right spot, being at the right time, they didn't even know they was gonna make varsity. But I'm like, watch, you gonna make varsity. Yeah. I was like, what? That's yeah, true. So to shift gears a little bit, talked about basketball a lot, but you've also mentioned several times you have a son. Mm-hmm. How important is fatherhood to you? Fatherhood. Shout out to Savon. I love that name. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's my. We helped him name his kid. Really? Yeah. That's a son. That's sort of guy. That's good. <laughs> now, now, how old is your son? He's about to be a. What's up? He about to be a year next month. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I had to think about your approach on the year mark. Time flies. Yeah. So how how has that fatherhood journey been for you for this for for the first year? Like how how has he affected your life in positive ways and what has he helped you i guess take more notice of in just you know everyday living probably really just taking my time a little bit more and being able to just be i try to be as patient as i can now but like i can't rough up a 10 month year old (laughs) or like i can't scream at a 10 month year old like I mean, he, you, you could, gonna, you, you could, but you gonna look foolish. Yeah, you gonna look crazy, but so like with that being said, like coming into fatherhood has been so like implemental to me because one, I, I've had father figures in my life, but like I don't have my actual father. So like that right there for me, I'm like okay, I gotta set the tone from not from whatever the fathers came before me or whatever. I gotta set the tone now with like me being like a dad. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I can't have it being, like, said again, like, oh, like, this is Savon. He didn't know his dad. He didn't have a relationship with his dad. I can't have, like, a continuation, like, of the cycle because then maybe my son will think it's okay. You know what I'm saying? And as far as just, like, fatherhood, 
even just fatherhood period but how, how fathers are looked at as in the black community it's always a, a common joke to be like oh do you have a dad or do you have like you know what i'm saying like people mm -hmm. make light out of it but like it's it's so important for you know just how i'm learning now just to one be there and to do what it takes to be there because like one day my son's gonna look back and be like oh yeah like my dad he was there and that's you know what I'm saying. That's important to me uh -huh. because like he ain't in no like little league games or, do, or doing nothing like that now. But like if it's some if it's something that I could do, you know, to help his mom if I'm busy or whatever, or if I got to cancel something to do this, I'm gonna try to do it to my best ability because I don't know what that looks like to be done for me. So I'm gonna go right, out right, right, and mm. do what I need to do for him. And I respect what you said so much too because prior to the show. Me and you talked a little bit, and I asked, you know, how the co-parenting is, too. Mm -hmm. And he said, honestly, you know, to you, it doesn't always feel like that because you have your son a lot. Yeah. Which, for a young man, you don't always hear. Yeah. So, for me to hear that as a father also, it's like, that's that's refreshing to hear a young man who takes pride of being a father. And Absolutely. Being, you know, making sure he's there for his, you know, for his son. So, I salute you for that. I just want to let you know Yeah, because you know what it is, too, Jake, is I can't be... Because how how even I said a little earlier, y'all about like like one failure trickles into other things. Me being a, I was a businessman before I was a father, but now I'm father businessman. So 100%. if my responsibilities aren't, if I'm not always trying to stay on point in my and my approach as a father and stuff like that, that'll trickle into my business. And then my image as a father is also my image as my business brand yeah so i can't be out here being like oh Shirai, he's this you know he's a guy to community he does this and that he's he don't take care of his and kid i don't take care of my son yeah. that sounds crazy and it's so right. crazy you say it though because we see it way too often it's it's which is unfortunate it's bar yes yeah, it's, it's very unfortunate but it's almost ridiculous yeah because that's I a can't, better word for it really. i can't be shown in one light and then not be the same thing that's hypocritical mm. i can't be one thing in one light and then not the other thing in the other light mm -hmm. that's got to be a, a balance somewhere yeah and that's how i look at it because even though at the time i'm not planning to have a son but i'm like shoot i, got I gotta i gotta be responsible right right i gotta you know what i'm saying step up and because if not i'm not because i never thought of it like this till somebody told me but like I'll be danged if I'm gonna have somebody else out here taking care of my kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> respect, respect on that. I'm gonna be danged if I'm gonna be out here like, oh, like, yeah, you know, this your ass, son. I'm doing this, and that, that's how I kind of think. Fuck yeah, up. you got me messed up. <laughs> so yeah, like, dude, I feel like somebody else taking care of your child. Yeah, that's that just wild. that sounds wild. Like, yeah, why that's why. Even I if it came to it? the point, it's not like this now because me and my son's mom, like I said, like it depends, like. You know, right. but we we doing the best we can with what we got. Exactly. So we work together, and we're actually like, as far as like trying to like break like the system and the cycle of how things have been like in our lives and parenthood, trying to like completely like break that. And it sounds like to me, you guys are actually mature enough to understand the child comes first. Yeah. Fuck your ego, fucker. Yeah. The child is first. Yeah. And we we you know whatever people gonna argue yeah, and do that, yeah. but like at the end of the day, when it come down to the nitty gritty. We always together going to do, you know, what's best for my son. Exactly. Like, I was telling you, too, like, even though, like, it's something. I can't even think of something somebody could do to make me mad. 
But she could frustrate me and do that all at the end of the he day. He only get mad at on the court. On the hoop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the hoop side. He only gets mad hoop. when he's hooping. Definitely seen that firsthand. <laughs> I yeah. swear hoop. to God. Hoop. So if it ain't that, I'm going to really just be like, you know, like, it is kind of like what it is. Even in like an argument. Because like I was telling you at the end of the day, like, with her giving me my son, I right now, I'd tear that as my biggest blessing in life. Right. And my biggest responsibility. Right. So we could be arguing about whatever. Mm-hmm. And she could be right or I could be right. She could be wrong. I could be wrong. But at the end of the day, like, I can't even be really mad for real. Exactly. Because, like, I never, I'll never carry a baby. Correct. <laughs> None of us will be. No man. Yeah, yeah. Whatever people got going on now today or whatever, they're doing all of this other. I told you he looked like a full full dyke, don't he? He had his his hair in the front. I said he looked like a a full size dyke. (laughs) (laughs) Just jokes, Just jokes. (laughs) I didn't want to say it. You let it fly. I was like, fuck it. Hey, yo. I got to see that. But I'm like, man, she gave me the biggest blessing, man. So I can't even. That's what's up. I can't even really be mad like that. So I got, I got two more for you. Then I'm out of questions personally. Um, what's your why? What, what is your purpose for doing everything you do? He's stuck. No, but no. Digesting the question. Gotcha. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you before you speak. I mean, I would say, you know, obviously I, I, it's the kids. Yeah, you know, right, yeah. Right. The, the kids, the kids. But. I would just say it's it's more about empowering and impart and imparting. So what I mean by that is like the knowledge that I have, the wisdom that I have, and I'm still learning about. Like, I could do a lot. I don't know. Like you know, shout out to my guy Kobe, but I could do a lot with my life just for me. But, like, I could do more with my life for other people. Okay. So, and this is it's, it's so much bigger. That's why I say it's so much bigger than just, you know, like, the success of, like, basketball. Because, like, say, for instance, I could train, like, I use my brother. So, like, I could train my brother, you know, and full, he goes, he plays football now. But I could train him as his football trainer, his basketball trainer, and do all of these things. But then, say, for instance... So me training him up until that point, I I I won't say I was a major factor or whatever because he did all the work, but I was I helped him, I assisted him in doing that. So now, say for instance, he could make it to the NFL. Say if he don't make it to the NFL, he still goes to an Ivy League school where he's doing pre med. There's no doctors. My family, my last name for my family is Brown. I don't know a freaking doctor in my single family. He could be the first black doctor in our family. So it's much. It's a lot bigger than just you know training somebody for like basketball. For, for a sport. This is this, is this is this is right. this is like life stuff that's gonna carry him beyond finances or whatever. It's gonna do something for him that's gonna change and shift the whole generation as far as like the momentum of our complete family. Mm-hmm. So then take for instance. So that's a lot personal to me. So then I do that. Say I'm doing that to the five other other lives or, or ten other however how many okay. other people mm-hmm. I train. I. I've transformed 10 generations. So it's a lot bigger, you know, a lot of times. That's why I say, I know I always like quote or, you know, hashtag, you know, bigger than hoops or whatever, yada, yada. But you don't really understand the impact of that until you shift and you change the trajectory of how somebody's life is going. Mm-hmm. Right. Because one day, you know, even in NBA or whatever, the ball going to stop dribbling or whatever. And then after that, my brother have a degree. There's a kid at, 
or whatever. I've been training for four years now. He gonna go to college and play uh, basketball next year or whatever. One year he, he, he one year he ain't gonna hoop no more, but he gonna have his degree. He gonna say I got the hoop, I got to train with Sherrod or whatever, or whatever. He may forget about it back then, but this is all in the avenue of getting to his journey. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot bigger than you know just being like, hey y'all come train with me, come like you know what I'm saying? I'm doing, I'm trying to put something, I'm trying to empower people to the point where their their lives are change. So the next question, I think you answered part of it within this, the answer you just gave, but mm -hmm. end of the day, you know, 30 years from now, what, what, what do you want your legacy to read? Like what Sherrod, you know, Sherrod Brown was a great basketball trainer. He went on to train future NBA all-stars, you know, great mm -hmm. community leader. Like what, what do you want your story to be when all of a sudden done, you're 60 year olds just kicking it? What, what, what do you want your legacy to be? 30 years from now. Picture, because you got to think, not just in our, because my, my pastor, she said this last night, not just in our community, but in the world, there's no like big, I don't want to say big names, but no monumental people anymore in the world like that. So say for instance, in the civil rights. I don't know, man. Kanye. We got Ye. Wait, wait, wait. We got though. Ye. I know we got like Kanye, but I'm saying like as far as like that'll shift the trajectory of like. Some like real shit of like race. Like, like, oh, okay. So, so of like, so it's like, like, like the civil, like the civil rights okay. movement, like okay. Martin Luther King, okay. Malcolm oh, X. I, I see what you're saying. If okay. you could yeah, look, say some shit, man. He's, yeah, that'll that'll. He's stopping the world. Oh yeah, that'll stop the world. So yeah, yeah, we can go yeah too. But he's a different type of like. Activist. Yeah, it's a, a it's a different avenue. Yeah. So I wanted to, at the end of the day, I want people to look at me and look at the life that I lived, and being like, this is somebody who I would want my child to grow up like. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Cause like yeah. people look at Martin Luther King and being like, I've heard even people say like this about my son or whatever. You know, in church they like prophesy, like I speak into you and stuff right. like that. So they'll be like, I see your son as being like a Martin Luther King. So I want people to be like, I seen that about like Sherrod or I seen like you know, okay. like I when at the end of the day, when people talk about my life and they at my funeral, I want my funeral. To like you don't got breathing room in there. Like tight everybody. Okay. Like you gotta buy a ticket to get in my funeral. Oh, you talking about like some some Kobe type of like Like some family. like like He said he said all the donations please. Like this is a real nation. service. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, like at the end of the, the world yeah. type of deal. Okay. Cause like at the end of the day, and I've heard this too, like I've been to one funeral one time where I seen like maybe like twenty people. And at the time, look. Twenty people. But at the time, I'm I'm still like probably like either in high school or fresh out of high school, and I'm just like, man, like it ain't a lot of people in here. You like maybe like people you. just didn't show up today. But how many times, I, if you really know somebody and like they really like meant something to you, I don't care what you're doing or what you got going on, you're going to the funeral. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, now I look at that like I'm like, maybe he didn't have a lot of people like that. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So I'm like, what did he do in his life where only 20 people came to see him at the last moment when they'll see him? Right. You never know. Maybe he was a he wasn't the greatest person, greatest friend. You'll never you know. You don't know. Yeah. yeah. Now you left. Now I'm in there. Th I'm at the well, now I'm like, dang, like, what the heck did he do? <laughs> You're trying to figure that shit out, no, man. You, you always gotta keep in mind. But like, no, I mean, I've caught myself looking at funeral rooms like that. Like, man, there ain't that many people in here. Like. 
I'd be damned if this is only the amount that's coming to mind. Shh, Low for key real. type shit. I was driving on Levitt the other day. I know I'm going to live a pretty long time, but like I, I'm not scared of death or nothing like that. But I know the Lord is going to keep me for a lot of years. But I'm driving on Levitt. I'm like, man, if I pass away right now, like where would they have my funeral? And I'm like, they'll have to have it at like North Coast or like sell out Clearview or something. Mm -hmm. Because like even like I'm not nowhere near the impact or what I want to do now. But like I'm just like, I know I've done enough now. You made an impact. On You've people. touched enough too. that I'm, I'm if I would go, I'll be all right. I'm going to be okay. That's what's up. That's all the questions I have. I'm you sure? I got one. I got one. How has like the... I can finish it up because we're, we're running with the time. How has like the training the younger kids helped you be an actual father? Because before you had your son, you were training yeah. younger kids already. So you had to dial back. Yeah. It's probably changed my whole like... Probably, I feel like it was easier for you to transition to... Coaching the kid to having a kid because you gotta yeah. coach, you gotta coach your kid. Yeah, at yeah. some point, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It it is definitely because like now, I even tell people when they like start training with me, I'd be like, "Y'all lucky y'all didn't get the charade when I first started training because <laughs> he was a madman." Like I'm coming in the session like ten sprints, <laughs> oh like coach, like coach. I'm like, I, I'll be telling him like, I'm like, I'm coach, I'm like coach Carter times ten. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going from skill drill to form. Or I'll like go from form shooting, ball handling. Y'all got conditioning, skill training, skill training, in game training, conditioning, live game training, conditioning. Then after that, pardon me. Then after that, wind sprints. We going to the um turf. Mm -hmm. I got y'all got 15 minutes circus on the turf. So like, work. that sounds amazing, but yeah, yeah, it it was crazy. But now I'm a lot more like I still the sessions are still definitely hard, but they're more they like make sense. So like you you're coaching with like a with a with a like blueprint now instead of yeah, just saying the just same. like you know what I'm okay, saying. Okay. So like even with like not answering the question, it's helped me to like look at things from a whole different perspective and being like okay. This kid not going to get it how this kid is. How we were still talking about communication and invading, like, you know, learning. He not going to get it how this kid going to get it. He not going to learn like this. I don't got to yell at him like this or I don't got to talk to him like this. So, like, with my son now and he coming into the age where he, like, start, like, learning, like, like little things. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, come here. Like, if he want to eat or something. So, like, or if he, like, getting into something, I can't be like, hey, Savon. He just going to be like. Shooking <laughs> up like what, what like what like somebody, why are you screaming? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's helped me be a lot more structured, and it's helped me be a lot more like calmer, like going into like any situation really. So like to the point where like you you never know like how mad you could be till somebody got pee poop and like sneeze in your face, and you can't do nothing <laughs> about and you can't do nothing about it. This is real. Yeah. I know it's real. Man, that's why Jake laughing so hard. What happened to you? Bro, man. there was times I Parker got up from a nap, shit all the way up his back. I'm just like, I quit. Man, bro. I quit. I remember saying, but he was first born. Oh, shit. I was supposed to, I'm taking him, I got to go to work, and I'm taking him to my grandma's, and like, he just got poop all up his back. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I'm like, who would do this? <laughs> what? Type of madman. Man. Like, how did it get there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be my thing, too. Like, yo, you got it on, like, the back of your yeah, ear. That, my nigga, like, how? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and, like, the whole time, man, that's why I, I just... I, 
But it's definitely, man, it's definitely a humbling and a great experience, man, because at the time, I probably, not that I was going to get worse, but I would have never probably had nothing to humble me to get me to the point where I needed to be a lot more, like, mellow Chill. and, and like, just, like, take in stuff. Take in stuff and not react, but respond the right way. Exactly. So, like, that's why, like, I'm so, like, grateful for my son because he came into my life at a time where, like, now, like, Gabe probably will tell you, like, in high school, I was always, like, uh, I'm still dark-skinned now, but I was, <laughs> I'm dark-skinned, I'm, I'm chubby, I can't dress, I'm, you know, just, your periodical, you know, every day, you know, little kid from the hood. So, but now I'm coming into adulthood and I'm walking. Where you still in, can't dress. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> you know, icon. Yeah. We talking about, bro. You see that picture over there, man? <laughs> Mogul. Man, the other one. I'm surprised you didn't get the other one, the beige one. I think you did. Oh yeah, that one cold <laughs> too. That one cold. But even man. that though, like, this is type of like self love you have to have for yourself. Yeah. 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 To do that type of stuff, everybody's yeah. uncomfortable in their own skin. To like, yeah, I'm gonna be a model and be comfortable about it. Like, yeah. People gonna question like, why? People be asking me though, like, if I like really model, I and like, you, you don't. No, oh, these, are, you did. Yeah, these uh, are business pictures. Yeah, he just took pictures for yeah. These are like branding pictures. These aren't like modeling pictures. Yeah. People will ask me if I model, and I'll be like, no. But like, Not yet. <laughs> when we're in high school, though, like Gabe probably don't notice because I never said this out loud. But like, I'm not getting. I'm around people who who are getting girls, but I'm not getting like love like that. Right. So like I feel like you was <laughs> See he wouldn't feel that That, that was around probably yeah, so I mean, Cause yeah. I'm around <laughs> But he don't know that So like It was so It was so different So like Then when I like I get into my adulthood So I got my business I'm I'm now more confident Um, I'm getting a little bit more love So like All of these things Is like coming at me That could And this, and this is why like the Any downfall of a man what you'll see, it'll come from money. It'll come from sex. What's the other one? That's basically it, though. It's another one. Well, it's like money, power, desire. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. And at the time, not that I'm having like just sex or whatever, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not running through bitches. I'm not running. I'm not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the time, any, any one of those like instances could have like drove me to the point where it could have affected my business in a way right, and I could right. have lost it. Right. So like then here comes my son, you know, just out of happenstance, you know, like I wasn't planning for him, but like thank God he did come because that humbled me and that put me in a position to be like, okay, like to look at like just life. A in whole general, bunch of different. different. Like cause like at that point I'm like, shoot, I got one now and I'm not married. I ain't about to have a whole bunch of like little rods running out You're here. You're not about to be in that cannon, I feel it. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no way. Cause ETC, I'm it's getting there, but Ain't no way it's gonna support five or ten. <laughs> what am I have left? Like uh, a ball? <laughs> so like you it's, it's sleeping more, in there. And shit. It's even more important. Like I'm saying, like you know, like getting kids and to come in and do like training and stuff like that. But like being a businessman ain't just about the business. It's about how you carry your image as the businessman. So it's more deeper into that because like I would look at it like say for instance if I was sending my son to a trainer and he just had like a whole bunch of women out here doing him crazy having a whole bunch of kids I'm like I'm not sending him to him I'm like look what kind of man he is mm -hmm. teaching him wrong stuff right like what can he what he gonna for real teach my son gotcha outside of that because you gotta look at it as too just outside of like basketball training I'm a mentor too right. So like how I think and how I apply myself in my life, that's how that's what I'm gonna pass on to somebody else. 
So they they gonna be like, oh, like they gonna see my little five running around, being like, oh shoot, like they they might think that's cool because of all the other flashy stuff that's around me. Mm-hmm. But it don't it don't all add up. Just like how I said about the fatherhood thing, the businessman thing, though your image has to line up to the point where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, you may have flaws. We all gonna have flaws as people, but you know. It's all about the image. What you see is what you get. Right. Yeah, and you see a lot of that on uh, social media. That's a perfect platform to like, you can convey yourself as a whole different person. Man. Do you are in real life, people are like, you're not really like that? Like, no, like. Not at all. I tell people all the time, man, I probably, it's only because I got a, a business that I have social media and the whole freaking thing about marketing. And stuff like that. You got if you got a business, you got a market. You got a market. That's just how it is. That's that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. So like outside of that, and I hate, man, I hate posting. It'd be so much work because <laughs> you like be deleting everything. <laughs> I don't <laughs> right now. Everything's deleted. I don't, I don't try to yeah. think. I don't try to think of it like as a compare thing. But like we're gonna compare it. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to. Naturally, I try not to. Yeah, I try right. not to because there's some well, posts. Psychology, you're gonna you're, you're going to because like I'll see somebody like that's why like a lot of times when some of my first business posts that I don't have on there anymore, I used to tag a whole bunch of like trainers. I used to tag like ESPN, Sports Center, a whole bunch of stuff like that. But now I don't do a, that like that anymore because like if I'm gonna post something, it's gonna be like for the natural sense of just me posting it for my yeah. business. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because like whoever whoever gonna see it is supposed to see it. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna beg you to see something. You know that I'm putting out here naturally, just off. You know, just out of me just promoting. Right. I'm not promoting it for you to see. I'm promoting it for the brand to be shown. Right. So, but if if because we live in a whole. It's crazy out here. Sharon, I appreciated your conversation a lot this episode. So I don't know if you listened to us before. At the each end of each episode, Wait, you want to okay mental health and yeah. you can ask him any questions for us before we close out. Yeah. Oh yeah, I always forget we haven't had a guest in a while. Do you have any questions for us? What's the reason why y'all started doing these, uh, having like podcasts and stuff like that? Uh, shout out to Cliff. I'm sorry you're not here to defend this. So answer. many moons ago, he said, "Why we have a podcast? Not who started the podcast? Oh, why? Okay. So yeah, basically, you what's go. your reasoning for doing? This? Long story short, about to go on all me and Cliff had a conversation. <laughs> me and Cliff and used to work together. Had uh-huh. a conversation one day. He's not break. how it got started. Why do we continue to do it? Because it's a fun ass time. We want to spread our message. We want to send positivity to the community. We want to be informative for our community and just to have on young entrepreneurs like yourself just to help you guys have a springboard to spread your message and make you guys more relevant in our community too. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I, would, I would say that too. I would say like, I would say outside of the people that I, I've already known that we've brought onto the podcast, like you, I've been, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Pete, Pete, like the people I have officially just met, it's been all some dope ass people, man. Like yeah. we haven't brought No, no, from the on. people that I've seen that y'all had, y'all y'all just don't be like choosing like right. randoms, like you know what I'm saying? I mean I, I feel I feel like they're they're random to me because I don't know a lot of them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, some yeah, way, yeah. Type but of y'all form, just not randomly just yeah. like going. Somebody like, knows. Hey, somebody. you wanna be on? Hey, you wanna be on? Right. You know what I'm saying? It ma- it makes sense. So I think that's the best thing about it is promoting people's businesses that I would have never known without yeah. actually doing this. So I, there's a lot of new Followers that I get on Instagram and shit like that. I just, it's just opening a lot of, you know, new doors, new doors. Just yeah. to a lot of people yeah. I've never met before. No, that's dope though. So for me, it's like, uh, this is therapeutic because as men, I like to sit down and have that conversation. Some things we talk about, <laughs> going off beat, are that like not aggressive. always <laughs> like, 
out there and it's like I want to talk about the uncomfortable stuff I want people to be okay with yeah. you know talking about your like the hard yeah, times the ups to downs like man. it all makes sense you know please stop touching me I just want to make you feel comfortable it's like, so Sharad, <laughs> at the end of each episode, crazy, man. we do a, a mental health check. Basically, one through sure ten is. of how you've been doing this week. Um, I should start us off today to kind of give an example of how we well, do it. You are terrible at just <laughs> everything. All right, listen. So each episode, I just said it. One through ten. Oh, how are you feeling mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, however, however you convey it? One through ten. For me, since I'm starting, okay. I'm at a. I'm feeling good today. I'm at like a 10 because you bought me Starbucks. So I kicked your ass at golfing. Um, life is good, man. Extremely blessed. Extremely happy to have Sherrod on for sure. Like, yeah, nah, just sure. uh, I think I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. That's always how I view my life. And like, I think everything is supposed to happen how it's supposed to. Right. Jacob, you're going second, right? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a solid nine. I lost a Ash and Golf. nine, these are high numbers. <laughs> but besides that, I mean, everything else has been cool this week. I, don't really have much to complain about. Everything's been going kosher my way. Nothing to complain about. Shh, not He's this. He's taking week. multiple L's this week. See, that's Gabe the came, whole that's Starbucks. A I just Gabe destroyed your whole about. family. <laughs> yeah, I came through. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I, <laughs> to make it sound I think. Real I think. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I, I think if we ever run into this situation again, and I beat both y'all in the same week. Y'all gotta conceive a child and name him Gabe. Because yeah. I, I own y'all. Yeah, you, know at that point. Point. you know what I'm saying? At that point, let's just make it legal. Or I don't know who's the godfather of Parker, but you might as well just yeah, get the just documents. Swap it out. <laughs> get the documents right, okay? <laughs> what but about you? I, I would say I'm gonna have to go with Ash. I'm a low key at 10, man. We watched this long ass Indians game. 15 innings. How yeah, State's no. going down the damn. The field and just y'all got me watching Molly baseball. Uh, I'm figure out what's going on. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> baseball. I said, What inning is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's right up there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Indians won. I got bowling later on the night. About to hopefully win that. Um, softball, we finally lost our first game yesterday, but we had like nobody. We had like seven subs yesterday, Damn. so we ended the year 12 1 and 1. Damn, that's pretty good though. Yeah, so okay. we got the one seed in the playoffs. So that'll start next week. Shout out to y'all. Got softball tomorrow again. Damn. You active, man. I'm active. just trying to stay out of trouble, yeah. bro. You already know. That's the best way to do it. What about you, Mr. Rod? <laughs> He's like the pressure. Damn. No, it don't have to be a 10. I mean, yeah. we just. Nah, uh, I'm going to go realistically. I'll probably say eight. Okay. I'll probably say eight, man. I've never been a person to complain about nothing because anything good or bad. That's came in my life. I know I was the decision maker in whatever came. So mm-hmm. being accountable in that way. So I really, even if I did made a decision that came, some bad came in my life, I knew it was my fault. So, or I was the determin- determining factor by it. So I can't complain about it. Mm-hmm. All I could do is progress from there. Mm-hmm. So every day, man, I'm just, I just try to keep my business growing, keep trying to just make momentum and just doing stuff the right way for the right reasons every day so man i'm just just trying to keep it like i tell people ask me all the time like how you doing robbie like i'm just trying to keep it pushing i'm here i'm here yeah. <laughs> i'm just trying to keep it pushing man so like and and especially as long as my my son as long as he doing good that's all you gotta worry about i'm i'm straight so no cliff today you know but i got a gym ready okay oh, right? here we go say what you mean and mean what you say because those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter Dr. Seuss. I knew you about to say Dr. Seuss. That's another episode of the Tiny Us Podcast. Hope y'all enjoy. Here. Here.
Bye, Mom. And that is going to wrap it, guys. The episode is finished. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please be sure to like it, share it with your friends and family, and be sure to follow us on all our social media pages at IOUPodcast440. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the continued support. We'll see you soon. Bye.